Alright, sir. We have returned. Cheers. Cheers from the return from the past. Yeah. <laughs> Return to uh, from the other side that tool would always say live and go OCU on the other side. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. So, was it this time you said you wanted to talk about? Uh, yeah, we're gonna shoot this shit about some video games. All right. Since that's kind of a, I know Borderlands Three was like the big drop. Yeah, which is funny because um, Monty and I were talking about it. He asked me if I had any interest in it. And I, I played a lot of Borderlands 1 and 2. Played a lot of 2 on like 360 with a group of friends. And a lot of the reviews are out. And everything has, re every review I've seen has like really good things to say about it. Yeah, same here, man. I haven't really heard anything negative. The, uh, the only thing I've heard that's like, that's like a negative criticism is that is the jokes. Like, they feel a little dated. Like, the humor, I guess, is a little dated. Oh. But if you're a Borderlands fan, you know, then... It's right on par. Right, exactly. Uh, my biggest thing is paying 60 bucks for another shooter. And I already played Destiny 2. And I already have a ton of content there. Even though I haven't really played... I want to say in at least a month, I haven't really played D2. I've mostly been playing bunch of other little things here and there but for me to like spend $60 right now on that game and honestly just because of the week that has fallen and there's so many games that have been coming out in these last couple weeks and you got shadow keep coming out soon shadow keep comes out soon uh the new zelda comes out tomorrow which i'm gonna buy and it's not really new it's a remake of an old one but it's newish you know what i mean so, I, I don't know, for me, it it's one of those things where, like, it's a game that I would like to play, but it just came out at the wrong time because there's so many things right. coming out, you know? Yeah, man, like, I've still been stuck on Mortal Kombat. Like, I have not... Maybe two weeks ago, I fired up uh, Destiny. Yeah. I'm like, oh, let me, let me go down this old road that I've been on for the last, what, five years? Yeah. Since the Probably. first one? Yeah, like five years. Because I didn't jump into the first one until the Taken King. Yeah, I was in the same boat. Oh, you're, the, you're the one that got me into playing the first one, really. Uh, and I think it was around that time, like after Taken King dropped. Yeah, Hector actually told me he's playing Mortal Kombat 11 on, on PC. What? Yeah. Let that motherfucker do crossplay. <laughs> that would be That would be dope. Yeah, I have no idea if that's something that they normally do with fighters at all or anything i mean i get with shooters it would be a little harder because of the accuracy that you can get from a mouse as with fighting to, games yeah. i don't see why not though you know and i don't think the lag would be the issue yeah i don't know i've never heard any i've heard a lot of arguments against doing any kind of pvp with shooters i've never heard it being discussed with regard to any fighting game because i i don't think there is an issue with lag not really i mean depending on how how you're doing it like if whoever you're playing against is hosting right or if you're hosting whatever it is you know i'm not sure hmm. but yeah the the one thing i was like oh let me bring something that might trigger because uh, i think one thing we should do is 
at some point, I'm thinking at the beginning of our next recording, have a breadcrumb from the previous either episode or a conversation we had in between recording. Okay. And what I brought was... A breadcrumb? A breadcrumb. Oh my god. <laughs> Omicron. The Nomad oh Soul. Dude, I have not touched that fucking game in so long. It's, it's a, like, and I never really played. I played maybe five hours of it when it, it came out. And you brought and it because we were talking about Bowie. Because yeah, we yeah. had that convo about Bowie and at Tripping Animals. Damn. Yeah, and the soundtrack is dope. I found um that had all the music for it. Some of it has Bowie vocals. Some of it not. Um, I'm sure he had some some involvement in the creation of the music, the instrumental parts. So if anybody doesn't know, Omicron was a game that came out on the Dreamcast. If you know me, you know I still have a Dreamcast. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have one? Yeah, I think she is. Uh, damn right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Sega Swan Song. Yes, we may have to pull it out one day and uh, no, 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 don't pull anything out, bro. <laughs> Man. That's Did you awesome. ever play it? Because I know I, I loaned it. You lent it to me. I, I think I played it a little bit when you first lent it to me, and then it was one of these things where it just kind of sat on the shelf for a while, forgotten. And I can't remember when. I'm, I'm pretty sure I gave it back to you at some point, but I don't. I remember playing it when you first gave it to me, but I didn't, I didn't play it for too long. I go through these... It's such a weird concept for a game. Yeah, it's bizarre. There's so many games that are like that, though, especially during that time period. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, experience virtual reincarnation and morph into one of 40 different characters when you die. <coughs> What's funny is that I've heard, um, I've heard a lot of people talking about, like, Kojima's new game, the Death Stranding game, and how... There's a lot of people who are super skeptical about it and the gameplay they've seen. They're like, yo, what the fuck is this? You know, this game looks stupid. I feel like, what are you, a FedEx delivery guy in this whole game? But the counter to that is people saying like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm down for something that's, that's, that's taking a chance on trying to be different. Because for the most part, okay, Battle Royales became popular, so everybody's trying to copy the formula to try to hit you right. know have lightning strike twice like the whole Fortnite thing but that there's games there's games during that era that always took chances not obviously you know a, a game comes out taking a chance it doesn't mean everybody did but um it's it's very weird you don't really see a game like that these days if you do you don't really hear too much about it it was very very bowie yeah i mean like i could not have seen anybody else playing that character it was just way ahead of its time for, at least conceptually. Yeah. Like did back you, then. Did you like go home and randomly see it, and it just kind of like... yeah. <laughs> like I was going through um. I was trying to find all my all my Mortal Kombat so I can, because I got the bookend when I bought the deluxe edition of uh, MK9. What does the bookend look like? It's it's Scorpion shooting a, the, the spear. And then coming out the other and then, side. And then coming out through Sub-Zero's chest on, oh. on the other bookend. <laughs> That's beautiful. Oh, man. It was <laughs> such an awesome shit. Um, oh. So I want to get at least all the physical copies I have and, and put them like, 
and ordered like that. Yeah, that would be cool. I like and when that. I when I got um to the Dreamcast games, I'm like, holy shit, Omicron. And it reminded me of the combo that we had about uh, about David Bowie. Yeah, it's crazy, man. You know, I don't. I'm trying to think if he was the first one, or one of the the first guys to to be like, hey, you know, I I I make music, and you can clearly tell by all the different uh, you know con- concepts that I had through through many albums and these characters that I created. That I have a like a vivid imagination, and at some point, that broke broke into him acting, and then he was like, "Fuck it, I, I guess I'll dip into video games too." <laughs> right. You know, voice acting and shit. Yeah. Or motion capture because that's looks just like him. Yeah, I wonder if he's one of the first like artists. I, I guess you don't necessarily have to start as a musician, but one of the first ones to kind of try to branch out into, into different avenues of of like entertainment. Uh, Revolution X. You remember that game? Yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do. That shit was fun as fuck. Shoot, what is it? Shooting CDs at a out of the yeah out of a the little trigger gun. Point. Yeah. <laughs> While playing all the Aerosmith classics. Yeah. And then becoming a uh, uh, a theme park ride. At... A ride's the shit. Yeah. I love getting on that fucking. What ride. is it? Universal? Is that where it's at? No. Uh... Islands. It's a. It's a Disney. It's a Disney park, yeah. Is it really? I forget. I mean, you've man. been to Disney enough. You should know. I know, park. dude. But like the the line between, hey, does, is this something that that f- it belongs in Disney or is more likely to take place in Universal? Is is what I don't keep track of. Well, I guess. It's something that would probably happen at Universal. Yeah. But Disney was like, hey, Aerosmith. I think the reason why I always think Universal is because of the. Uh, the roller coaster ride where you pick oh, I the hate type that of music ride. that you want to listen to. I love it, man. I did not like that ride. I got on it once. Of course, I had to pick uh, uh, Cypress Hill. Insane in the Brain. I listened to Sabotage. It's <laughs> awesome. And I was drunk and it was raining off and on. So they, they kept like, oh, hey, the ride's not. You're going to wait in line, but the ride's not in service right now because it's raining and lightning. Fuck that shit. Yeah. I've gotten out that line. I listened to Sabotage and I loved it. It was the most amazing thing I remember. <laughs> well, yeah, damn. And characters in games. Um, I could have sworn it was in. Was it Area Fifty One? Where Marilyn Manson was. The arcade shooter. Yeah, that game. But it was one of the last few that came out. Manson, and I, Manson had a part in it. I believe. I believe it was. Was it Area Fifty One? I remember playing or the David game. David Duchovny was. Yeah. Involved. It's them two, either together, or separate, were each involved in. I remember playing the game, but I guess not enough to the point where I would have. I've noticed it. You know, hey, these guys are either right. characters in the game, or they had some involvement. In well, me being the. The Manson fan yeah. that I am, and I was gonna fucking tugging at that dude's career's cock the whole time. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know, man. I there's it sucks, man, because you you want to try a bunch of stuff. Everything costs money, obviously. Yeah. So you can't play everything. You can't try everything, and then your your time 
you know, how, how valuable is your time to you? And do you have time to, to, to be playing or trying everything? And the ideal thing would be to find a game that you're willing to to tear yourself away from your either hanging out with your significant others or or just shit where it's not you disconnecting from everything else right. and into the game. Yeah, like unplugging socially yeah. to go plug into a game for 10 to 20 hours or whatnot. Straight. <laughs> no, <Yeah. laughs> Like, th- that's why I've, I loved um, playing Destiny. And currently Mortal Kombat lends itself even better to that schedule because I don't have to commit to sitting there for, oh, two hours. The funny thing is, like, the Switch kind of fits that same role for me because I can sit there and pick it up for five minutes and then just pause the game and whatever, go do something else, not necessarily be pulled out of of the real world, but just kind of, like, I dip my toe into it, make whatever progress in whatever I'm playing, and then I just toss it aside. Yeah, because you would have to invest a little bit of time in that particular game for you to be able to rip and dip like that. Yeah. I mean, when you have, how long has been, what, 20-something years of Mortal Kombat? You know, my that muscle memory is going to be impossible for me to, to forget. So, at first when they come out, I'm on it three, four hours at a time. Then once I get that, you know, the fucking the honeymoon phase is over with the right. game. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I can be like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll set the shit to play AI while I'm either cooking or, or cleaning the house or whatever. So you have it as like background noise. Yeah, <laughs> with music playing too. I mean. That's funny. It, it's funny because I do that just with television in general. But uh, I've never thought about doing that with video games. Or just the game itself. Yeah, I mean, looping. I it's uh, it's commercial. Like right, or it's mean. intro or whatever. <laughs> I mean, but I don't have it. It's AI battles, so like I'm still progressing in the game. It's just oh, I'm not actively playing. Okay, I didn't realize that. Yeah, so you can set when you pick one of the towers, right? Or or yeah, oh, one of the towers. And those there's four or five smaller towers within it. That once you do all that shit, you fight all those different characters. You'll get perks or outfits or very specific things and those are changed every few hours sometimes they'll pop up and you only have two hours to complete it oh you're just, timed some of it you're timed okay i mean not not just per round like how normal but those things uh there's some that are like there's currently one where you gotta fight shao khan but he's super super tough it's actually the difficulty on that specific tower and it's only one fight is set to very hard so it requires you have the option to try to do it by yourself which is fucking suicide or it you can re- it um there's a search thing for for other fighters so you Does it on- pull from somebody else's fighter from from the internet yeah though like, like o- other active players that are searching for a match to, to play not searching for a match, but searching for somebody to to conquer Shao Kahn at that same tower. So are you both simultaneously playing against Shao Kahn, or is it just using that fighter's... It, it takes turns. <clears throat> so it's like a lobby. 
you'll have on the, you know, the maybe like 85% of the screen is the actual fight. Then on the side, you'll see the list. The hosting character will be the top one, and then you got two other fighters under it. Sometimes it'll only pair you up with one additional person. So at that point, you're kind of fucked. Unless the both of you are really, really good. You so know. you're both kind of just chipping away at his health bar. Yeah. Hoping to beat him within the time period. <clears throat> There's you, can, you can swap. And like if you feel like, oh shit, I've gone halfway down the meter of my health bar. Yeah, and I haven't done shit. You can tag the other person. Oh. Yeah, the reason I ask is there's other games that I've played that have similar features where you're pulling in like an online ally to assist, but it's not real time. It's somebody else who's connected their game to the network, and it's just kind of pulling that player and its stats, but I think the AI, the game's AI is using it to play that character for you. It's not like that player sitting there at that moment actively fighting whatever it is, whatever right. enemy yeah, it is yeah. that you're fighting, you know. Yeah, because I've had dudes where in the middle of the, I'm assuming it's a dude, but, you know, you never know. Yeah. In the middle of the fight, that shit's not going good, and they'll just peace out. If you leave it, it stops a match. Because you wouldn't, uh, you wouldn't have initiated the the there's, thing. There's no, the game doesn't penalize somebody for leaving mid-match. I don't know. If it does, I will never find out. Yeah. I'm not... I don't do it. I'd rather just lose. People do that in Destiny, dude. Oh, God. They do it in uh, in comp. They do it in comp. They do it in uh, Iron Banner. Anything PvP related. People will drop out. That's happened to me where I've stayed the alone. <laughs> it's like me and six other motherfuckers <laughs> trying to out, out to kill me and shit. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks when that happens to you. Yeah. I can see the pros and the cons for doing it. I think it's a cool feature to have. But that's assuming the people go- coming in like commit to the match any way that it goes, whether it, it goes their way or not. Like, if you're doing it accidentally, like, not accidentally, but, oh, I had a connection error, my, my, my uh, connection timed out, so I dropped yeah. from the game. So, in-game, you're leaving the match or whatever it is that you're doing. In, in that case, like, hey, you know, shit happens. But if you're doing it intentionally, some people do that. They just kill their app or they kill their game so they can just drop out of the match. Assholes. Yeah. That's Bun- Bungie that's just that's sends up. you a message like, hey, you shouldn't do that. It's not nice. You're like, oi, caca. <laughs> Don't do it again. Yeah. There's other games that give you harsher penalties for doing stuff like that. Yeah, it's like, oh, your choices have neg- uh, negatively... Like... Uh, impacted other players they've negatively impacted other players now you can't play with anybody for the next 30 minutes or you can only play with other people that were shitty just like you (laughs) here you go to the the shitty pool and play with those guys there's a there's a couple MOBAs I would play that would do that because it's a team game you know you'd you'd be playing five versus five you time out of a game or you drop out intentionally because you don't want to take a loss right especially if if it's a game with like a a ladder system with like a ranking system so the guys are placed high they just try to rack up wins so that they get a high placement in the in the uh the ranking so if they're if they see they're losing they just they just uh npc you alt f4 you just kill the app that you're running the game and when you go to jump back in, the game will tell you, like, hey, what you did was pretty scummy. So you can't play for the next 
half hour and if you are going to play you have to play with other scumbags that just did the same shit you did for like the next five matches so you're like oh fuck there's like there's clear and obvious consequences to you actually doing it right so it's not like hey I could do this I could be a dick and then I could just go right back and hope that this next time I win or I'm going to be a dick again and just do it again is there any um game you're looking forward to aside for for that Zelda uh, there, there is a game that I actually have that I bought that came out recently, and I just haven't played all that much, and it's mostly because I've just been working, I haven't had time to, to play, and it, it's, a uh, it's a game by Platinum Studios, uh, if you don't know Platinum, Platinum makes a lot of, like, action games, uh, it's kind of like anime style, but it's really cool, it's called Astral Chain, it was, it was, uh, this studio's first Nintendo Switch game. And uh, the, the game is one that I'd, I'd like to spend more time playing, and I just haven't. And, and then I kind of veered off because uh, Nintendo released like their Super Nintendo games onto, onto the system, and I started playing Link to the Past. Yeah. Which is funny because uh, Monty and I were like simultaneously playing it not even realizing it until we we started like texting back and forth that we were playing it <clears throat> so i i kind of want to go back to that um and then beyond that i can't really remember what else is going to come out soon that i want to play that i kind of just want to go back and and continue playing that and then other than that just i'm i don't know I, my hype has kind of been tempered for shadow keep just because i've been playing other things i haven't really been thinking about it actively but i i I am kind of excited for when October hits, just to kind of, I don't know, I, I haven't really looked too much into it, I kind of want to dive into it and be surprised, right. you know what I mean? What I know is, hey, we're going to get content, we're going to enjoy it, because it's it's Destiny, and it, you know, it's something that we're into, but I'm, I'm pretty much as blind as I've ever been on anything that they're releasing for that game, so... I, I can say I'm kind of, you know, looking forward to it. I just haven't... I've kind of tempered my hype on it. Not for any other reason other than I just haven't been reading or watching anything about it. So, but I, I am looking forward to it. I, I, I really want to see and hope that it goes in a cool direction because I, I do I do tend to prefer, like, the RPG elements of the game and it looks like they're they're, like, going all in on that and I want to see if they execute it well. And it's... I don't know, dude. They're in like the hardest position. And Borderlands Three is the is the is the best kind of like uh, not a comparison, but a way to kind of show you the alternative. You know, Borderlands was always like, "Hey, there's not a grind here. There's a fucking game. You're gonna play from start to finish. When it's done, it's done." Borderlands Two did have this this uh, this gameplay loop where like even after you beat the game, you had to beat it a couple more times before you got to finish it and get like the final boss oh okay. right but for the most part you're playing this this game that has a story from start to finish there's no grind for power it just fucking showered you with loot and I was like here you go bro here's here's these fucking guns they're all the the biggest thing the biggest difference is like okay before it was like okay here's a shit ton of weird guns uh the biggest difference is like they're different elemental damage type and here I keep hearing they're very bizarre. You know, you get guns that are possessed by a spirit 
that talk to you and talk shit the whole time. Oh, that's awesome. There's there's guns that uh there's there's one gun that shoots guns, and the guns uh was it that the guns talk? I I can't remember. It just sounds bizarre. So there's this. It's Borderlands as fuck. It's Borderlands as fuck, and and here's here's this uh this alternative where it's something that's like, hey, we're not trying to trickle power to you. We're actually just fucking here you go here's all the crazy guns and weapons that you can play with just play it there's no microtransactions play through the game fuck shit up get a shit ton of loot while you're playing and get rewarded instantly and then the the comparison is you know destiny that is is uh, a power grind and a loop you know so i kind of um i don't know i'm looking forward to it but my i don't know my expectations are tempered in the sense that i i kind of know what i'm getting because i know i'm still getting this game where you're you're playing through this progression process where you're still kind of like getting link little incremental power upgrades how much how how much of a difference do those things make like what not not how much of a difference does it make because in some instances it's like okay you need to you need to get these power increases in order to do certain activities in the game but like at the end of the day what's it all for you know right. what i mean hey okay now i gotta go out and spend a month to jump up another 50 points in my power level to do this other activity but how important is it for me to spend this time to grind up to that power level as as it pertains to like my enjoyment of the game you know so that loop has always been fun for me all the activities of doing it has been fun but i I don't know. I I do have my expecta- expectations tempered a little bit. See, like with with Destiny for me, it became more of a habit as to why I kept playing it. Not because I had any displeasure with the game or I'm like ah oh, whatever. It's just I've been playing it for so long. I'm gonna keep playing it. It gave me enough of um, of nostalgia from playing Halo. I mean, clearly Bungie. Right, but when I first played it, I'm like, "Holy shit!" It's like playing Halo. So there's always that that little fucking inception in your brain. Yeah, a little nugget. And as long as I've been playing Destiny, still don't give a fuck about the story. Yeah, Not, I I don't even follow the story enough to to say it's bad or good. In that order. I would because I've heard more, it's more okay than good. Yeah, I, the the general consensus is the story is is uh, what is it is delivered poorly, but there's a lot there. There's a lot of really cool lore in the game, but Bungie does a piss poor job of delivering it to you at times. So there's a lot of people who play it and they're perfectly content with like, hey, I'm playing this game, it's fun. And and I play with some people who are like that. And the game is enjoyable to them. It's their it's their way to to shut their brain off, enjoy some time with their friends, and play the game. And they don't really need they don't have a need to dive into that. And I I will give people shit for it, but just to be an asshole and to yeah, fuck yeah, around with them. And shit. But if that if they don't need it, who gives a fuck? You know right. what I mean? But I I I am somebody who like. It, it, it can bother a little bit. It bothers me when there's other people who take the time to fucking go out and collect all the little nuggets of information and be like, here you go, 
Bungie couldn't do it. So we fucking took the time out of our day to do it for them. And then they do it well. And you think to yourself, well, if this fucking asshole can do it, why the fuck couldn't they do that yeah. shit, you know? Um, I don't think it matters if you care about the story or not, to be honest. If you enjoy the game, you fucking enjoy the game. Right. You know what I mean? And I never... Only once, until that, that big massive update of some months back, where they bumped the light level up, have I ever, ever gotten to the max light level? Yeah, I I do it, but only when 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 it was set at seven hundred like max, I finally clocked it. Well, that's 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 kind of like to my point. Like, do you even really need to? Eh, not really. You know, like. I mean, within a certain range, you would have to. Yeah. But there's certain activities like, oh, you're not gonna well, go. That- into that, some shit that is recommended 680 and your ass is going in there with 540 but that's what i mean like they 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 were like okay here's here's the here's the new content we're moving the slider up another 50 points if you want to go do this other activity they've kind of they've kind of pulled back on that because they got a lot of uh, a lot of flack for doing that so they're like hey we just added this content and yeah the power caps raised you don't have to wait till you're capped out to jump into that new content that you paid for to enjoy it you know what i mean so but then to that point okay so then this 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 moving of the bar of the of the power cap is kind of arbitrary it's just yeah okay it's gonna be easier for me to do shit why because i'm a little i'm a little bit stronger and i'm a little bit harder i don't take as much damage correct but if i'm not locked out of doing the activity then all it is, is is just you're just moving up the the slider on the power cap just just to do it, you know, yeah. just to not add another element of of grind to the gameplay loop to get people to continue playing the game. You know what I mean? I mean, I think they've done a decent enough job. Yeah, Thank man, you. they're good. <clears throat> okay, what I did was uh, <laughs> I was playing the shit out of Destiny. We we're talking about Borderlands Three. And um, and then Borderlands 2 kind of came up in conversation because it was on sale for super cheap. It was like two bucks or something. What? So I bought it, and I go to play it, and the gunplay was just, it was just bad. It was so bad. And, and the problem is you literally went from like, here you go, you're driving a, a fucking, you're, you're driving a Lamborghini. Or a Ferrari, and you just after driving the the Ferrari for like five years, you get given the keys to a fucking I don't know a Mini Cooper or some shit, and you're like you're like dude what the fuck. So the, the I think the issue was like going back to that game like the the gunplay was like super dated. I don't even remember it being that bad because at that time that you know destiny wasn't out yet so there wasn't like there wasn't a a bungee to have set the bar that high obviously halo was still out but it it wasn't something i was actively playing during that time but it was so bad this game uh borderlands 3 apparently like raised you know they raised uh not raised but they improved the gunplay really really well so it's it's i don't know I don't know if I've heard it being mentioned as being comparable to Destiny, but it it feels a lot it feels a lot better. It just felt weird, man. I went back to playing it. The aiming felt off. The 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 guns felt um like very floaty. It felt like I was like holding 
Like it had no substance. It like had no, no substance. Weight, it had no, no substance. Like you would shoot shit. It didn't feel like, like it meant anything. You know, like yeah, you, yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, know. there's certain guns I've used in Destiny. Oh man. Yeah. Dismantle. Man, <laughs> <laughs> dismantle. All the guns in Borderlands Two were like that. I would get like a new one, and it was kind of cool. Basically, I started playing the game. I got completely turned off by the gunplay in it and i was just like i cannot play an entire game like this and i just shut it off yeah fuck that shit yeah i couldn't anymore dude and at least uh playing with another like a couch co-op dude that fucking those overcooked games are so much fun i did not think i would ever want to play a cooking game (laughs) <laughs> and I saw that shit. It was free. Uh, the first one was free. I think that's how I got the first one. Because on PS4. Free. And and I told Nadia, hey, uh, you want to play this? Like, oh, it's a cooking game? All right, let's try it. <laughs> Dude, it was like like shooting heroin for the first time. You're like, oh, my God. I think I just found my favorite drug. And, Dude, I can't believe we platinum the first one. And we've three-starred every stage, including the the Kevin, is, the Kevin levels. What is so different about the second one that you said it's way better than the first one? Um, visually, it looks... Oh God, how can I describe it? Um, I don't know, it's just... Graphically, it looks a little smoother. It doesn't look as... Like playing a PS3 game and then playing a PS4 game. Okay. Like imagine the, the same game, but then when you play it on that other system, you're like, wow, it's, it's a little better. It's funny. You were talking about it the other day, and I was like, oh, this is going to be my opportunity to like to toss in like a little a little appetizer to Jessica and be like, oh, look, this game is so dope. And, and, I'm, and in my head, I'm telling myself, I'm like psyching myself out. Like, hey, this might be the game that like pulls her in. To play a video game and uh as soon as i'm playing the trailer and i'm kind of seeing her lack of a reaction i'm like this shit ain't gonna work <laughs> yeah fucking crash and burn but yeah the second one you can you can toss the food you couldn't do that in the first one no you mean like toss it to another player toss it to another player toss it into the pot you can toss it over the edge toss it into the garbage how do you how do you like disrupt what the other team's doing? I don't Can know. I, do it's it's only I've only ever played uh, co-op. And when you're playing co-op, you're playing what like against the clock or something or? Yeah. So you have, you get bonus points for filling the orders as quickly as possible, especially if it stays within the green bar okay. of like how long before the customer gets pissed and leaves. So the quicker you do it, you'll get an extra bonus six points um if you do them in in order that the order that they come in or in yeah in sequential order you get a combo bonus because you were paying attention to the, the 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 orders as they were coming in and you were filling them in that order what does it do it pops up like a, a picture of of the order and you have to figure it'll, out what it'll be at the top like you know okay. when you go to a restaurant they put the little the paper in that little track Yes. And you'll see a person prepping, and then they'll put another one up. It's basically the same idea, but on the top. Like, you played the first one. Right? I, 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 I have it. 
Oh, you still haven't played it. I have it. I think I have it because of PlayStation Plus. I think I have it on the Switch, and I haven't I haven't been able to play. But yeah, like it'll it'll generally just pop up with the first order. My player Sometimes two is it'll reluctant be two. to play. Oh, <laughs> you mean you don't have a player two? I don't have a player. My player two is five right now. <laughs> <laughs> and for me, for me to explain. Oh man, his hanging eye coordination it, needs to be two hundred percent. He's good, but if it's something like that where there's like a lot of instructions and your time during the game, uh, ain't gonna happen. Uh, it ain't gonna happen. Play, <clears throat> player three doesn't want anything to do with it, you know. And that has up to four players at a time. I've seen that. And that would be the only way to get the four stars, bro. I've never heard anything but good things about that game. About it being fun. Every time I've heard people talk about it, they're like, "This game is super fun. You need to play with in a, with a group of friends, obviously." I, and you I gotta, want to. And you got to play it with patience. Okay. Because some stages are a pain in the dick. Okay, you play with Nati. <clears throat> does she ever play anything? Does she ever play video games with you ever? Oh, with me. Generally, it's like simple fun games, like a Mario. Okay. Or. Uh, she played Injustice for a little bit, but it was it's not it's okay. Not her cup so of my tea. next question is basically: is is it easy enough to teach somebody who doesn't normally play video games very well? Yes, but if they get frustrated easily, especially when it's a new thing yes. that they're learning, you're dealing one with the frustration of the game itself. Okay. And two with the frustrations of, of the you're person. trying to put the round peg or the square peg in the round hole. Okay. And like like <laughs> like like you're, you're fucking learning how to walk. Like that shit is not gonna. Yeah. It's gonna be a little cumbersome for them to play. It's dude, that shit is so much fun. And as soon as we platinum the first one, the day after, I didn't tell her I was gonna get the second one, but she been kicking ass in the kitchen and shit like that. It's kind of like. What kind of corny shit can I do? I'm like, oh, perfect. A cooking game. She's been kicking ass in the kitchen. Let me get the other one. So it was, I think it was like 25 bucks for part two. Totally worth it. I'm going to check to see how much it is now. Because that, that fun factor that, that I'm able to sit with her for like two hours, two, three hours, and just like a bunch of idiots <laughs> just fucking playing the game. That's great. I would get home. She's like, a cooking? <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let me get comfortable, and then we'll, we'll go to the kitchen, uh, right? And you can dash, like you can you can like dash you, around the yeah, like the z- kitchen z- or whatever. Z- That's cool. I want to play it, man. And I we as soon as we planned them, that, that we started playing the second one, it felt like like when you get that one job you you've been wanting to get, and when you finally get it, you're like. Oh shit! I'm I'm moving amazing. Like I'm I'm just fucking killing it here, cause you got so comfortable with the other one, and it's not restrictions, but you didn't know anything else, and then your blinders are taken off, and you're like, oh shit! Is Dude, that what it does? It like we you alternate three roles? we three starred the first two worlds, without repeating any other stages. Does it alternate like your roles every match? Like every every stage that you're playing? Hey, you're the you're the chef, but now you're like the prep person. Uh, that's something you gotta figure out okay. with that person, with your your partner. Cause sometimes I would be better at running around, because I I play video games a lot more often than she does. Right. So maybe she's better just sitting there, and then you give her the items or whatnot. Yeah, like I will toss them to the cutting. She's like, okay, I'm gonna go to the cutting board, and the first order, let's say it's a burger. Okay. So you need meat to cook. 
I will, I will toss two pieces of meat for her to start cutting and cooking while I'm putting the buns on the plate. Right. And then, like, some of the orders, it's just bun and meat. Some are bun, meat, and cheese. Some are all three of those with lettuce. Sometimes it's all four of those and tomato. So, like, it's... it's Dude, it's fucking crazy. It sounds man. like it's, it's even a so much fucking fun. It sounds like it's even fun for me to like relax and watch people play it, and you know, see the the insanity that kind of ensues. You no, know, sometimes she'll get like into it, like like very into the role of the sous chef or the main chef. And I'm like, hey, pump your brakes, girl. This is a video game. <laughs> it's. Like, She's like barking chill? orders and shit. Yeah, I'm like, man, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, uh, the same shit you are playing this fucking game that's <laughs> clearly putting a wedge between us. Yeah. <laughs> and there's some stages where like, you know what, we're just gonna have to come back to it. And then once we finally got to the end, we went. Well, back how and... how does the how do the stages vary aside from what you're being given to to complete as like as orders? <clears throat> Uh, they'll be moving components in the stage. Okay. And one of them you had to cook on 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 basically hot air balloons. On hot air balloons. Yeah, that, and and the thing, were. In the carriage of the balloon or on top of the balloons. On the carriage. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so like you're there's one player, and you can't at that point, in that stage you can't cross. Okay. So it's like one player here, the other player over there. So I'm and then the the way you pass the food, you would have to throw it. Okay. So if you miss, you're fucked. Yeah. There's plenty of times where she's like, straight down into whatever city is down there, right? <laughs> and then there's other times where I would catch it. I'm like, oh, perfect. I go chop it up. But once that's done, how are you going to pass it to that other place? You can't throw the whole meal. You're going to so throw ingredients. There's the third part at the bottom an, a third balloon or a third carriage that has an, a ledge and then you can put the whole cooked meal on there can you miss and then your meal's fucked and yes. you gotta start from scratch you can throw <laughs> you can accidentally throw your entire meal in the trash like an asshole oh man that's beautiful dude it's so much fun i, I would recommend you play the first one a little bit you can kind of play alone so you can get a feel for it so i don't want to play alone that's the thing Everything I hear about the game is you have to play with somebody else. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to get very far by yourself. You yeah. might maybe three-star the first few stages. I mean, if you're playing by yourself, you're doing the prep and then you're doing the cooking. It uh, it has this weird um, thing where the cutting just takes a little bit longer, and you can kind of dual, con dual control two characters. Okay. So there's always two characters on screen no matter what. Because it's impossible so for one to do it. You're just one person controlling both characters. Yeah, so you're like, okay, I'm going to pick one of the... And they both look exactly the same. So if you play by yourself and you pick the raccoon, you're going to have two raccoons on on, on the screen. Yeah, so no. you you throw one to the food to the other one while he's cutting, and you switch back to controlling so the other. So obviously tried doing that. Yeah. And it just, just for... Yeah, it kind of sucks. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, you, got, you totally got to play it. With other people, I'm gonna see how much it is on on the Switch and hope that it's cheaper. I'm I I think I have one on the Switch if I'm not mistaken. Part two is way better. So yeah. if you, if you're gonna if you're gonna spend some time in that game, the thing I is if just... I'm if I'm gonna try and pull 
somebody into playing the game with me. You know what I mean? I would need... It's preferable to start with what I would assume is like the easier game. Yeah, part two is easier to play. It's easier to play part two. In my two. opinion. Oh, okay. Because the... The, like I said earlier, where you're trying to put the the square peg in the round hole. Right. It you got the you got the square hole. In See the second this one. this is the dilemma that goes back to how much money am I gonna spend on the game? And this happens to me all the time. I can easily go right now and find the game that I'm willing to spend twenty dollars on. You know what I mean? Or that I I want and will have to spend twenty bucks on. So then the, 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 the dilemma becomes, am I going to spend 20 bucks on Overcooked 2 and hope, hope that Jessica is willing to play with me? Or am I going to spend 20 bucks on a game that I know I'm going to play and enjoy? You know what I mean? Right. But there's a part of me that, that wants to play the game because I know it's good and wants to see if I can actually find a game that she's willing to play with me. <clears throat> and usually the, the only time she's willing to play a game is if, I agree to play a board game, and she uses that as leverage to try <laughs> to get me to agree to play a board game. <clears throat> oh, you yeah. don't like board games? I do, man, but um, sometimes, you know, I, I play video games. Sometimes I, I prefer one over the other. You know, it just, it just depends. Board games are the, are the obvious uh, better social interactive activity, socially interactive activity, you know. Because you're you're there. Yeah, I play... Okay, I play Destiny 2. I play with a fuck ton of people. You know, I've got... We have a, a fairly large clan that started off very small. And we're all there. We're all talking shit with each other. We're being social. But in the sense of like... Hey, I'm here in the now with this group of people playing now. And, and talking shit. And just enjoying our time together now. Board games are clearly like the better like activity over over video games <clears throat> video games just happen to be my preferred activity you know what i mean but it's not it's not a question of whether whether i like it or not it's just sometimes i don't want to fucking play it. sometimes i prefer to, f to play a video game but i guess it, i guess it just depends on what it is you know i don't know i mean clearly we like video games we have a, a, a board games we have a wall full of cardboard you know <laughs> cardboard there's games. so much cardboard against that wall over there <laughs> Yeah, that's a pretty impressive selection of, yeah. uh, of board games. Especially Catan. <laughs> oh my god, so many hours have been spent in this house. Playing. Yeah, we have like fucking five versions of it, you know? And I think we just, we played too many times <clears throat> too often. We just burned ourselves out. And it's not my lack of winning. That I get burned me. out on playing the same game over and over and over again. Regardless of what it is. So if it's a board game, it's a video game... <laughs> I, I get I'll get burned out on it and that's 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 been the conversation a bunch of times you don't want to play well shit I don't want to play this game again like we just played it last time you know so that that's kind of a uh, not a deterrent to me but it's 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 one of those things that that gets me to not want to play it so I don't know there, there's a part of me that it's like okay if I have to choose between the two I'm gonna pick video games yeah of course but um, there's there's obvious there's an obvious benefit to playing a board game. You, you're you're going to have, like, much-needed social interaction with other human beings so that you remember what it is to be a human being. 
Like, hey, you have to remember what it means to like act around other human beings and how to be normal. You have to like practice that right now because you haven't been doing that. You know what I mean? There's yeah. like a reminder. Hey, if you forgot how to talk to other people, here here's an opportunity to do it. You're either gonna be a dick or you're not. You're gonna learn how to talk to other people. Yeah, it's not like uh like in let's say destiny. Like, hey, this motherfucker's in this area. Right. Like, hey, watch out! There's about three of these dudes creeping up <clears throat> around the the bend. Yeah. Well, even even then, like we, I don't know. We we play and we talk about life. You know, we just it just it it. It, it has its moment and then it gets pushed aside to to coordinate or to communicate whatever the game requires you to you know it's not to say that we're not but I don't know it's okay case in point <clears throat> we can go to the brewery and we can take a fucking board game and we can go play and drink beer and eat lunch and be in a public social setting and and do that I I even though MIA has their little setups and we were playing fucking video games there the other night, which is oh, fucking dope. So, yeah. I love that you can a- do that. 8-Bit, man. 8-Bit fucking killing it with those things. That shit is super fucking cool that you can do that. <clears throat> you don't have to. You can also just sit there and shoot the shit with somebody. Um, board games allow, allow you to do that pretty freely. We used to do that at fucking Wakefield all the time. Um... Video games, even though the even though there are video games there that are at that brewery, so that you can't play it, it's not. I don't know. It's not necessarily conducive to being like around and open with with other people as much. I don't know if that makes sense. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't. It depends on on the individual. On you, because like when I went to that share last night, I saw Lisa. Because I walked in, I happened to see her from from when I walked in, but I had no idea who the fuck any of those people at that table was. Maybe that's me. Maybe that's I wouldn't call it a gift, but it's just something that, like, I don't mind walking up to strangers in a in an in an environment where we're all doing the same shit. Right. So the kind of like the <clears throat> icebreaker is the fact that we're all here doing the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, everybody went there with the intention of drinking beer together. Yeah, exactly. Regardless of whether you knew each other or it not. It hella helps if you know somebody that's in that cluster of people. And I'm like, oh, shit, what's up, Lisa? And then I say, what's up to everybody else? And then by the time I get to the end of the table, I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, shit, one of the owners is here. So it kind of like, I've never I don't know, been, maybe, maybe that's me. I've never been to a bottle share that's not been at somebody's house. So, I don't know, for me, I don't, I don't necessarily have, like, social anxiety, but I, I am somebody who doesn't necessarily, like, do well in a crowd full of strangers, you know what I mean? So, it, it would seem kind of like a, not weird to me, but I would, I would have a harder time, like, like, you know, kind of, like, maneuvering, yeah, or mingling in that kind of space. And maybe I I don't know why I I'm like that. Like I'm I'm trying to think what in my past would lead me to to feel comfortable in an uncomfortable situation. I feel like that's when I I do my best. Like some of my best or some of my favorite maybe not necessarily my best, but some of my favorite artwork that I've done, I've done it when I'm on a crunch. It's like, hey you got two months to do this shit I wait three days before it's due 
and then I'm so focused to not fuck it up and to make sure I do the best job to make it look like it took me two months to do it. That it like brings that out it, the best. It, in it. it brings out the best in me. Like I love going to bottle. I don't know how many bottle shares I've been to at Union. I've maybe missed three out of the ten or eleven that they've done. And every time you end up finding somebody you knew from the previous one or somebody you knew from outside and and you end up you know remembering people and then you go to like I, I went to Wakefest ended up at Wakefest with like fucking a crew of 14 people of which I knew three from before drinking it was uh, Montano uh, Yitzi and I forgot who else I saw and other than that, it was just like, oh, people I've met at, at bottle shares and shit like that. So you, I went to a, a festival with somebody I picked up from the airport that I've never met in person. Um, but, you know, through Facebook, I've met him. The fuck is that? What is that? Is that? Noise. It's some cats fucking in it. It's cats fucking. <laughs> yeah, that ain't no little kid running around the street. That's some cats fucking. Nobody else can hear it, but we can. There's, there's cats fucking tonight. <laughs> oh, there's some fucking going on. There's, there's some fucking. It's well, cat rape is what it is. It's always cat rape when it's cats fucking. Stupid <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I mean, it is, dude. It sounds like cats are being murdered. Oh, right every now. time. At first, I thought it was like a police siren. <laughs> that it, honestly, like it's it's something I'd like to go to more. Oh, to shares and stuff? Yeah, shares or even just, like, meet up at one of these breweries. And uh, my, my work schedule just kind of fucks me a little bit, you know? Oh, speaking of, I don't know when it's going to be official. I'm hoping it's next week. But realistically, it's probably not going to be until the second week of October. I'm finally not going to be working nights. For real? So what will you be working? 6 to 2.30. 6 a.m. to 2.30 in the afternoon? Yes. Because I'm a night owl Yeah. and a morning person. How the fuck is that even possible? I'm, yo, from like 11.30, oh, excuse me, in, in the morning, maybe 12 o'clock to about 2 something, 3, I'm usually fucking like, how some people are like, oh, past midnight I'm fucking done like I just need to go to bed like that block of time for some reason I'm done like I, I, I just I feel sluggish in the middle oh, of the day oh really yeah okay and that's just naturally like it, I could be at Epcot or Disney uh, any other Disney parks or whatever hype as fuck I'm up at 6 I'm 6 6.30 in the morning we don't go to the park till like 9 o'clock I'm good dude the moment like that middle other day hits you're done done and I only worked overnight maybe a year I don't think it was even a full year and I loved it you loved it I fucking loved it dude I wouldn't go to I would get out of work at 6 in the morning and I would not go to bed till about 11 o'clock wow I would think that fucks your whole day it wouldn't fuck my whole day because I could if I had a doctor's appointment I would literally go to the doctor's appointment right after work right I would never have to take a day off to go do some dumb shit like that because I wouldn't go in till, uh, till 9 yeah till 9pm 
So I got, I basically have a whole day, an entire day. So when do you sleep? From 11 to about seven, eight in the, in at night? At night, and then wake up. I would normally already go to bed knowing my having my lunch pack for the next day. I've done nights. I've gotten used to it for a period, but I would force myself to try to sleep between eight and nine, and and uh, wake up somewhere between three to five in the afternoon. I can't help but feel like a day is wasted. You know what I mean? During that time period. I feel like my day's wasted now on my current schedule. Because I'm one of those people, when I wake up, dude, I'm going to take a shower, eat breakfast, get the fuck out of the house. I'm not, I am not. don't want to wake up and, and dig around the house and go do a bunch of shit and then go to work. Yo, that's some serious cabaret for real. I hope this microphone picking this shit up. Because goddamn, that sounds funny. like a fucking police siren, dude. Like in the old cartoons where they get the cat and then start turning yeah. the fucking cranking the tail. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, dude, like I would. A cat is getting fucking railed right now. Bro, bro there's going to be a bunch of homeless kittens soon. Yeah. Oh my god. Yo, tremenda <laughs> Oh, shit. So yeah, like my fucking my so my schedule gonna... now, like nothing has the alarm at six thirty in the morning, and you're up at that point. I I wake up. I sometimes now I'm waking up later because we still have the shutters up on the window, and I'm like a fucking rooster. Yeah, I will wake up to the sunlight. Yeah, it feels like you're in a coffin when you've got z- right. zero light coming in the house. I mean, I'm, I might as well just get up like with my arms crossed right? on my chest like a vampire <laughs> my way out of bed. <laughs> So I would normally, like, I would see how much light is coming through the window. I'm like, okay, I know what time it is. So I can either just instantly go back to bed. So, you know, I would kind of push it till 8, and then I'd go to work at 12. But that's still four hours of me being awake. Yeah. Because I wake up, I'm good. I'm good to go. I don't, like, I'll drink my coffee, eat breakfast, take a shower, whatever. Bounce. So this, this takes effect when, you said? Either this coming Monday... Or the second week of October, because I'm out the first week. That's when we're going to Disney. Of October, right? Because Rookie mentioned it to me. Correct. All right. If at, if at some point my schedule normalizes, I should be working 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday. If it's very, it's contingent upon a bunch of things. So we would have to then set either Friday nights or Saturday nights to record. Right, which is perfectly fine. Yeah. If I get a if I get weekends off, period, and it's something consistent that I can rely on, then that's great cuz then it becomes easier to schedule things around. And it even frees up like, oh shit, I'm out at 8 o'clock. I can go somewhere now. I can go to Union or I can go to fucking to MIA or to fucking B Culture or some shit. I get out at 10, B Culture's closed at 10. You know what I mean? Yeah. It lights out clothes that time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it it's uh it sucks, but you kind of get locked out of what you're able to do within an evening. Yeah, me like I try to pack in as many activities as I can from when I get out of work till I get home. Cause I get out at eight thirty. By the time I get home, it's maybe like eight forty five. Yeah, maybe I'm, nine o'clock. I'm usually. What the fuck do I? What am I gonna go do at nine o'clock at night? 
nothing's already you know trying to settle down so like we don't have meals together i mean that's i don't have i don't see my family until i have a day off you know what i mean yeah so you could definitely relate on that shit. yeah <laughs> and and it's been like that the entire time i've been with nothing because i've never worked in the morning at least since i since we hooked up we've never i've never had a normal schedule i've either worked my current schedule now or overnight i've done it all i've done morning i've done evenings i've done afternoons mornings has its definite benefits and if you're a morning person you're gonna love it yeah oh i fucking love it i used to wake up somewhere between four four and four thirty to be at work at six yeah that's exactly what i'm gonna be doing and uh the best part about it is you get out at 2 and you literally have the rest of the day to do whatever you want. Yeah, like, we can go to happy hours now. Like, we can... And not even thinking about it from the happy hour perspective, we can actually sit down and have a meal together. I can see your face for 5-6 hours straight through, as opposed to, you know, you're still a zombie in the morning when I'm starting to get ready to go to work. You know, she, she'll cut the TV on, but she... Her eye might be open, but her mind isn't. Right. You know, she's she's still sleeping somewhere in that body. So she don't until she's out of bed walking around, she's still asleep. Yeah. Yeah. You're actually still in bed. Yeah. Your body's just up. And I can, that's one thing emotions. I cannot do is fucking. If I'm in in bed, I'm ready to go to bed. I'm not sitting there watching TV for two three hours in bed. I can't do that. That's that's my dilemma. Like sometimes I can't help it. Like, I, my brain doesn't shut off and say, all right, let's go to bed. Let's get rest. And I just, I can't help it. I start scrolling through Instagram and Twitter and whatever else. And it, it's actually counterproductive because it tells your brain, like, hey, we, we're, we're still awake. We haven't, we haven't shut off so that we can rest now. So you keep your brain engaged in some little fucking dopamine dump that you're gonna get off of like scrolling through social media and shit but that's that's my issue I mean I'm off at like anywhere between 8 and 10 but I don't go to sleep until I tell myself to go to sleep early but I don't end up going to sleep until maybe 12, 31 between then and sometimes I'm laying in bed until like 2 or 3 that's it yeah. yeah cause I have one of those like if I'm not doing something and I'm just like either sitting in a chair I'm, I'm gonna end up passing out that's why like I, it's hard for me to sit and watch an entire movie and not pass the fuck out like I, yeah. I, I've gun fama yeah yeah for that shit I, I don't I go to Will's house we're gonna watch a movie I sit on a stool that's got no back really <laughs> because I, I have to sit uncomfortable for me to not go to bed not, yeah I don't I don't not have go that. fucking night night I don't have that like I can that's what happens is I end up I coming home standing up dude I don't know how holding fuck at work holding money knock the fuck out in front of me and you don't even home. realize it I, I'm like oh shit no <laughs> because I'm standing in front of the machine the whole time like what the fuck am I supposed to do yeah Sleep? that doesn't happen to me I, I I consume a shit ton of media so I'm like constantly like YouTube I'm like YouTube dopamine force fed like content in my face nonstop, but I won't fall asleep at any point until it's just off, you know. 
Like, there's some days where I would, like, I'll do the same shit. Like, I'll scroll through through Instagram or Facebook. Very rarely it's Twitter because it's usually a bunch of bullshit anyways. It usually is, but I, I scroll past the bullshit. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so you, you got a fucking the, the bullshit sunblock on? I'm like, I the first couple words <laughs> I read, it's like, oh, this is this is bullshit. And on to the next one. On to the next one. <laughs> So yeah, sometimes I'll, I'll do that for a little bit, but I'm not really processing anything. It's just like almost muscle memory. It's just like, oh, I'm just gonna fucking scroll until my hand starts going numb from laying down and having my shit up like this. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm already of the mindset, like, okay, tomorrow, tomorrow's Friday, right? Tomorrow's the 20th. I'm already knowing, okay, I'm gonna wake up at seven. I'm gonna take the kid to school and then I'm, I'm, getting ready to either straight up go to target to buy the fucking game as soon as it's available to buy and uh and then come home and play it like my my brain has like i pretty much decide what i'm gonna do during that time period when i'm supposed to what i should do is get my ass to the gym and shit but instead i'm telling myself okay here's what we're gonna do during this block of a free time that we have in the morning but it doesn't always work out that way what gym you gonna be hitting up whenever you I go to um what is it Planet Fitness the one back here wait where are we back oh the one by my house yeah the one all the way back and uh by across by the street I-75 oh okay cool yeah me too but that's Group the time workouts. period yeah <laughs> do it <laughs> Hey, at least until fucking until you start mornings. <laughs> yeah, cause I'm I'm gonna have to go when I get out of work, and that's the other thing. When I get out of work, I like to go to work fresh. I don't like to go to work like I've already been doing like A chores bunch of shit. and shit. No, I'll get out of work. Let's say two thirty. I could go home and fucking cook and clean and do whatever I gotta do. For a few hours, not a problem. I don't want to do any of that shit before I go to work. Yeah. If I'm gonna do something before I go to work, is go straight to that motherfucking couch and play Mortal Kombat. I would only play at night because Matthew's already on her way on her third dream. So I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna sit here on the couch and either play video games or go to Photoshop. And I have not been feeling creative at all. Do you know if there's something that like you need in order to spark? Like your creativity? Um, I think what's going to spark it is this change. Like, I feel super stagnant. Like, in life in general, not just... Yeah. Like, at work, it's just like, oh, it's, here's... Uh, it's fucking like Groundhog's Day every day. Right. Like, oh, I wake up, I'm like, oh, look, there's shit in the litter box. Oh, fuck, I got to collect their bowls so I can wash their bowls. And then, fucking, I got to feed them between 10 and 10.30 at the same time that my food's getting prepped. Like, it's become, like, like clockwork. Yeah, it's a routine. To the point where I'm, like, to escape the routine, I don't want to do something creative because there's nothing, there's nothing feeding that creativity. There's no new experiences. There's no, that's like, I don't blame Tool for taking 13 years to drop an album. Whatever the logistics behind that is. Whether it's the band was fighting or legal woes. Uh... The, the creative drought. Yeah, creative drought. 
So I love when bands take four or five years between albums. Because you know you're going to get something different. I've been in my current building with my current schedule with the same fucking people. Yeah, it becomes monotonous. For the last ten years. It yeah. becomes muscle memory to the point where now I'm starting to fuck up. Oh, really? Yeah, not, not fuck up bad, but like I'm, I'm starting to not be the A-plus student. Now I'm starting to get... It's a, a B minus, yeah. It's complacency, yeah. And I get, for, I'm getting tired of it. So I'm thinking now with this, with this schedule change, like I forced myself to do that the logo for the highly perspective. <laughs> well, clearly you need to be given a deadline in order to tap into that. Because <laughs> I'll, I'll start it and I like I'll get, I'll hit whatever roadblock because I'm just I can't get past the the problem or the puzzle that I've encountered working on the piece. Right. And then I'm like, oh, okay, cool, ball. Like, flat, like I got flashing thing, then I forget what I'm doing, and then I get back to it maybe like three, three days later, and I'm like, oh, what the fuck was I doing? Right. Like, instead of me actively thinking, how can I solve this visual problem I have? Yeah, you're the, not in, like, the necessary headspace at that moment to do it. Or sometimes, like, when I've encountered that problem... I've gone to work thinking about all the steps I took to get to that point in the in the artwork, be it in Photoshop or painting or whatever. And I'll think about it like like you would in video games. Like you've encountered a problem in a video game or you're stuck or something. You're like, oh, I'm yeah, just, I'm, I need to give myself a date. Right. But you're still thinking about it. And then you wake up the next day or two, three days later and you're like, aha, Eureka! And you fucking you go do it, but I don't. I have not had that clarity, and I think that's what's driven me to. Cause I don't drink in excess, like I don't sit there and oh I'm gonna fucking get super wasted every night or I'm gonna go. Yeah, the intention is never oh I'm gonna get drunk. It's always oh I'm gonna drink a beer tonight or beer tonight, but for the intention for the purpose of like enjoying the beer. Exactly. Not to get but fucking shit. Based. I'm not trying to enjoy a beer every day either. Right. So like I think that's what's led me to do that and and smoke often. I mean, today would be the second day I haven't smoked. So okay, to that point, would you say smoking like stifles creativity or does it help some people use it and it helps them? But I guess to a certain extent, depending on like, are you, are you smoking to the point of you're fucking catatonic and shit? You know, or you're, or you're a zombie, and you you're just fucking. I do. I don't. I have gotten like that, but I don't normally get like that when I smoke. For me, a uh, weed acts almost like. Like coke, like cocaine. Like a sativa is supposed to hype you up. I get like that with the indica. So you get a dopamine dump. Yeah, like, perfect. Roll a blunt, take two, three hits, and I put it out. I'm good. Like, that opens enough of the third eye or whatever metaphysical inspiration you want. And I'm I'm good to go. I get to the end of that blunt. I I could be doing manual work, like, outside tearing up the tool shed cutting the lawn doing whatever the fuck I gotta do that's physical I could do that shit the entire time I'm, I'm smoking I could, I could go through two blunts easy working in the backyard 
But if I'm just sitting here, like around the table, and we smoke a blunt, like we did that one night, like we smoked that joint, yeah, I'm sure we got conversations going in the beginning. But the further we got into smoking that joint, and it's just like we were talking. Eventually, my mind says, "Like, oh, you're you're chill. You start fucking tapering down." But like zonked out, like I'm a walking corpse. I rarely do I get like that. If I get like that, it's, I've been drinking also. So I'd rather, like, if I'm to drink and smoke, I'll smoke half the blunt with whoever, you know, however many people, and then I have the beer or two, and I'm, I'm good. Maybe an hour later, somebody, hey, well, it's fucking on. Cool, let's do it. But that window of when it first starts a course through my, I want to say my soul, because it's, it usually ends up opening something else in your mind aside from just like, oh, I like the way it makes my body feel. Right. That that first hour or two that I'm that I'm high are perfectly like just maybe the blood vessels or whatever in my ear or this fucking pulsating music sounds a little better. Um like the first time I, I heard fear knocking on in my backyard. Like, I put the, those headphones in, and I was stoned as shit. But, like, it was, like, just super pumping in my ear, and I went straight to photo. I didn't get past the first song, and I wanted to go inside and work on, on artwork. Damn, that's awesome. But that was an isolated incident. Not incident, isolated moment. Where it, it made me feel like that. Lately, I've been smoking weed, just because I, I would prefer smoking weed than drinking. But... I've gotten to the point where like like I'm smoking out of habit and I want to give myself another break like how I went I've been there two months yeah I've been there and and as long as you recognize it oh yeah you know because you reckon if you recognize that that's happening then you can kind of okay curb your habits to just do it to the point where you know it's going to benefit you whether it be creativity or, or whatever it is and not doing it just for the sake of doing it. And that could be weed, that could be fucking drinking, yeah. or it could be whatever. The problem with drinking is, at least, the big bottles of beer is, that shit will go bad. Yeah. Because if, <laughs> if that shit were like vodka or whatever, you can open that bottle and it'll take you however long to drink it. Oh, man, I would I would open up a big Wakefield bottle and... Yeah, here we open up a bottle and you need to finish that fucking bottle, basically. Like, th- like this stout, like you could probably drink this like leave it open for maybe two days i mean it already takes a dip in quality the next day but it's still serviceable you can still drink it and enjoy it if i roll when i roll a blunt at home by myself it'll take me three maybe four days of smoking that like at first i'm gonna take the longest session and then after that out like when i was smoking in the morning before going to work which is not a wise idea I was, you know, I would go out there to feed the cats, take two, three hits, and put that shit up. Take it with me to work. And then on my way home from work, I was smoking until I get, like, right before Okeechobee, and then cut it off. And same shit. I would either, if I came over, I would bring it with me, and then we'd smoke the, the rest of that here, and then, you know, she would twist another one up. Or if I had come over, it would last me those, those three days. It's just I want I want to be able to 
tap into that that void of creativity without having and something to induce it. Right. I want to be able to call upon it like on my You don't own. you don't want to need like a catalyst. Exactly. Yeah. Like I don't want to have to smoke to trigger me like oh shit let me sit in front of this computer because now I'm in the zone. No, I want to be able to sit there and just pump that shit out and not have to like oh fuck. But I know getting having my back against the wall with time is is something that it, it taps into like this the, weird the shit. pressure kind of brings some of it out yeah yeah because i have no there's no room there's no room for bullshit right like when you're on a time constraint i know some people who work better that way i i'm kind of in the position where like i know i have creativity i just don't know where it's best placed so not only do I, not only am I not sure when or how to tap into it to make the most out of it, but I don't know where best to focus it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like you don't know where. Like you know you have it. You just don't know where it's the best place. Like right. you don't know where. I've always like referred to my. I've always considered myself like. A, what what do they call it? like a jack of all trades, master of none? Yeah. So I've I've tried to do different shit. I've never painted, but I've I've drawn. You know, I have sketchbooks full of shit. Um, you know, I try to play music, but I'm not a good or a great musician. You know, but I I I can fuck around to the point where I'll I'll just be pleased in what I'm doing. You know, like it'll it'll satisfy me for the moment. Uh, just different things where I I know that like if I focus some time and and effort and energy into doing it, like I'll at least do a pretty good job at it. But I don't think I'll ever be like I'll ever perfect any one thing. But it's it's more of a question of like never finding that one thing that really drives me to like focus that much time and energy into doing. You know what I mean? And also the the issue of like okay how do i tap into this the void or this this spring of 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 fucking creativity and energy to focus on this one particular thing like do i really have the desire to focus on on this one specific thing and i have a hard time finding that shit i don't know what the fuck it is uh i even tried writing and shit before and it just I'm super hypercritical after I read it, and I'm like, ah, this is fucking whack. Well, no, you whiny yeah. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to read your tears. You fucking... Yeah, and it's not even that. No, no, it's, no, no, no. It's it's just writing shit and and then kind of like being hypercritical of. And I'm sure most people are super critical of of their own shit. You know, you're your own worst critic. Right. <clears throat> but and, the key is to not also be stupid. And know at, that there's a certain level of of ma- of mastery of a skill that you know no matter what it's good. So you got you got to get out of your own head. Like I know there's certain things, certain techniques or whatever. I when I paint, that I know it's good. I might not like it, but I know it's good because it's just certain rules and. And parameters that are set either by the masters, the old art masters, or current people that I that I admire. 
it's just shit that you know what draws your attention to somebody else's artwork your your piece possesses that so at least that that helps me with that same um writer's block per se like i know i'm like okay i know this is good so i'm just i'm I'm being super critical you're forcing yourself to get out of your own way yes yeah yeah and that's another thing is like i i've never really shied away from like asking somebody like oh hey look at this or listen to this or read this like what do you think about it and there you know a lot of people may be like a little insecure about having somebody else critique something that they created because they're worried about what the reaction's going to be you know or are they going to fucking hate it True. and if they do hate it how am i going to how am i going to take that how am i going to respond to that am i am i just going to shut myself out and not show anything to anybody else to to hear any of the negative feedback or am I gonna am I gonna take that feedback or that criticism and use it to better whatever art or or whatever it is that my craft is in that moment. I don't know. I mean that's one thing I've I I've really enjoyed about artwork and that's kinda why a part of me has taken a step back is I love collaborating on artwork. How do you do that with artwork? It's like a remix. Like you draw something, I I can draw. Don't get me wrong. I can I can. You can sit there and pose for a few hours. I can draw you, not a problem. I'd rather color you. Like I don't want to sit there and draw the details, but I can color the fuck out of anything. So that that collaborative effort, I'm, I can find somebody I can draw some shit and I'll color. Yeah, I used to be the opposite. I didn't like coloring shit. I just like drawing it. But think about how awesome those pieces are when you can find that. You know the, the art, art soulmate or whatever, whatever collaborative effort you're trying to express, like, like Tool. I mean, those guys are great on their own, but look how amazing they are together. Yeah. I love Pussifer. Love a perfect circle. Perfect circle, Maynard's a little more involved, but fucking Tool, dude. Those four guys might as well be eight motherfuckers jamming together because yeah. it's so. It's a super group. Yeah. A super group of four it's like, people. It's that like getting Led Zeppelin together. Where you had four fucking ridiculous musicians. And you're like, alright, we're going to put them all in one group. And we'll see what it is that they create together. So that, that collaborative effort. Like I've I've done that before. And it, that dopamine hit. Of like, yo, this shit came out dope. Like the one thing I didn't want to do. Somebody else wanted to do it. And vice versa. They didn't want to color. Like, I've told Robert plenty of times, yo, draw this, this shit for me. I'll color the fuck out of it. And he's giving me pieces, and I'm... Dude, I love shading and finding the details. Maybe it's because of my background in photography that I love that part of it. And that finding how light hits a certain object. And What do you mean your background in photography? I like? took... Uh, I was majoring in photography in at Miami-Dade. So I took a few classes of... And when I'm taking Photoshop, the, the so first that, you think that's influenced how you how you draw and shit, basically, or your art. Yeah, like not it didn't necessarily influence my ability to recreate visually on paper what I see with my eyes. <coughs> in the form of just as like an outline, but for coloring, 
Like I'll sometimes or 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 shading, like not even coloring. Like I could color in black and white, but I, I'm not trying to put the sh like on your face. Your eyes are are the darkest part of your face. Your eye sockets, because it's the one that's the furthest into it's your into face. Into your face, right? Yeah. Your your upper lip is always darker than your bottom lip. In just in in natural light. Now I'm not talking about in a studio with with fucking Lights with a floodlight. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I'm right. talking about in in general because your bottom lip protrudes out more than your top lip, so it catches more light. So your top lip so is gonna be a little darker. The fact that you know your eye sockets go in and and then the side of the nostril. These are just things you're aware of it's because yeah, exactly. So when I'm when I'm shading and coloring, it's it's just those are rules that have been embedded in my brain. Like you know those, that's what you got to do to make it look as realistic. Now you don't have to follow those rules, and that's where you can get out of your own criticism, your own get out of your own way. Because you know you're following those rules. It's just you chose a shitty uh, set of colors to color with, but not because you colored them bad. It's just you didn't like, you know, the colors you chose were wrong. Like I know I work really good with the with the South Beach colors with either black or gray, and then teal and pink. I work really good. Most of most of my digital work is like that because I know I work really good with those colors. Is it is it not necessarily more difficult, but is it a, a different process when you're when you're using when you're doing something digitally than than with actual? Uh, it's just a the medium you're using but not it's the same set of rules and you also got to be familiar with the medium you're using to be able to achieve those rules because the results that you want exactly oh maybe you want to look make that motherfucker look like he's infrared where like the whites are black and the blacks are white you know shit like a negative or like a Infrared makes things look like a weird positive negative. Like you see, you're like, okay, it there's something off about it, but I don't know what it is. Just shit like that. Like you just gotta know certain rules. I guess I mean I've always taken art. Like it's always I always found it the easiest thing. And I would see my dad go through entire coloring books and get construction paper and a sharpie. And he'd sit there with one on the first page, a sheet of construction paper and a sharpie, and just fucking redo the, the page. On the, go on to the next one. And then sometimes I would get those in coloring them in. Now, great, the coloring wasn't good when I was fucking five or six. You know, but you get older and you know, like, oh shit, that kid draws good. What did he do that I didn't do? And then you just start, you know, like things like that's how you learn how to do anything. That's how musicians get inspired. That's how. Yeah, I used to get an image and like mimic it. So I wouldn't trace anything. I'd look at something and be like, "I really like how that looks. Let me see if I can recreate that image." So I'll look at the image and I just, I'd mimic it on my own. Mm. Right. And now with a like, I bought a little projector. So I made like twenty twenty something bucks on on Amazon. And I'll, I'll place the thing on, like on the Omicron, I'll, I'll place a projector on here. 
it'll project on the wall or canvas or whatever, and then I it'll sketch make it, it easier for you to yeah. sketch it. Yeah. It would. It gets. It got rid of that lack of desire to draw or to put the effort to make sure it looks good. I'm like, if this is a fucking tool, it's a utensil or whatever for me to get to the point where I can do what I like to do with the artwork. I find all that shit monotonous, like the drawing and making sure the proportions are right between the eyes and like your your face is five eyeballs wide. Like is that is that like a tool that you use to remember? Yeah. Like from your ear goes from your your eye to let me see. Yeah, to like your your nose. Like that that gap. Like your thumb from the tip of your thumb to where it bends and from where it bends to your knuckle, it's the same distance. From your wrist to your elbow is the same distance as from your elbow to your shoulder. Okay. And same thing from your ankle to your knee, and from your knee to your hip. Like those, and the height of the body is always seven heads high. Seven heads of that person. You know, you're not gonna put seven heads, seven Johnny heads on on one of the Oompa Loompas because right. You know. Yeah, it's always proportioned to the to the person or whatnot. Yeah. So there's certain, like, those rules, as long as you abide by those rules, you're good. Like, shit comes out great. But I sometimes don't feel like dealing with that shit. I don't feel like, oh, man, this this one eye looks like it's doing this shit. Or there's such a big gap in between the eyes, you can probably fit two of them in there. It should always be the two eyes, one in the middle, and then the two on the side from, like... Yeah, see, I never knew any of that stuff. Because I always just copied or mimicked something, so for me it was just like, okay, how do I get to, how do I get this image to look exactly? How do I get this drawing about to to draw to look exactly like this image I'm looking at, without knowing any rules? And what always ends up happening is it, I either execute it like very well. Or there's certain things that just come out looking weird, like hands aren't proportionate to the actual body, or the issue with like the face. Something's like just doesn't look right or anything like that. But it's always trying to copy something to look as as much as the original as I can possibly make it. You know, because if you approach that mimicking the image, but with those rules in mind, well, you'll fucking knock it out of the park every time. So are you actually drawing those items and then kind of like painting over them? Or you just kind of already know, hey, this is the dimension of the eye. I can The so fuck was that? <laughs> it's wind, dude. That bingo, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> it's just wind. Or you just have it in your head like, hey, I know like, hey, this is how big this eye is. So I can kind of keep that distance throughout the entire face yeah. that I'm drawing or what. Without the necessity to draw fucking, you know, however many heads to draw the length of the body and shit. You know? I mean, there's some... I don't draw like that. Or when I've, when I've done it, I don't draw... Like, the outlines. There's people you see, they draw, like, that, a circle. And asking. then, like, yeah. like, a little cylinder for the neck. And then they go in and start adding the details and start erasing some of those guidelines. I don't do them. I've done it. 
it just it depends on on how accurate I want to make it look. Like if I'm doing a human, I will more times than not use those those uh I know people with like the little posable figure the little wooden figure and they pose it in a specific pose and they would use that to kind of like draw whatever they're drawing. <clears throat> Jessica's stepdad at the time, he used to take Polaroids. He would he would ask her like, Oh, pretend you're screaming or whatever, he'd take a snapshot of them with a Polaroid camera. And then he would draw characters using that Polaroid. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Well, man. So then we uh, reached the end of the road. How long have we been going? An hour and a half. Holy shit. I think we did pretty good. It's a good All place right. to stop. Well, I hope you enjoyed hearing us talk shit. Who knows? <laughs> next time. Same bat time, same bat channel. Peace. Peace, bitches.